Fuck off. Welcome to the People's Patriot Project Patriot Playtime. We got your six at six show on Sunday. It is uh, May 29th. It is Memorial Day weekend. We are here with Gabriel Brown. He's going to share um, what he's up to, where he's been, where he's going. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to really pick his brain tonight. So I want to say hi to Tammy, Tony, and all the rest of you that are watching tonight. Thank you for being here. Before we get started tonight, let's please take off our hats and stand if we can and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to, the flag to the flag of the United, United States, States of America, America and, and to the, the republic, republic for which it stands, stands one nation under God, God indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome tonight. And you know, I was just thinking, we haven't done this in a long time. And I usually try to teach a little flag etiquette in my classroom because sometimes seventh and eighth graders get through and they don't even, they don't even know because they haven't been anywhere. They haven't done things. And so uh, I'm going to get that ready for next weekend because, uh, hey, Chris, good to see you too, bud. Um, just because I didn't mention put your hand over your heart and that's another step. And um, my gosh, I remember parades when I was a little kid. Every band that went by that had the flags in front, you just stand up, sit down. I don't know, maybe as kids we didn't even sit down. But a lot of stand up. It's almost like Catholic church on a Sunday morning. Stand up, sit down, stand up. Um, no kneeling. We don't kneel to our flag. I well, don't anyway. And the crazy part about it is there are some flag etiquette things that have kind of gone to the wayside. Again, I don't want to get into the big flag thing right now. Uh, Gabriel Brown's here with us. Uh, he's on short time with us tonight. Uh, he's got some stuff he's got to get done, but uh, we're glad he's able to make it and he's glad he's here. 
there's a couple pieces I do want to kind of mention out there real quick before we get started. Now, some of it is actually spawned from uh, watching uh, some of Gabriel's stuff on his Facebook page. Just as I'm prepping for the show, I watch through TikToks and watch through Reels and, and stuff like that. And his shout out, we do a buddy check in our show every every weekend during our show and during our Friday. And he was he had a very compassionate shout out to brothers and sisters out there right now. And so here's the deal. Um, first of all, I want to, I want to, um, we have a faithful one in our group. Miss um, Tammy Schroeder lost her mother this week and uh, she's been faithful and been here with us the whole time. And we know you're dealing and doing stuff, Tammy, and our, you know, our hearts are with you, dear. And thank you for uh, being here on a, on a weekend. You probably want to be doing much more other things than sitting here and taking notes during the show, but we, we love you. We appreciate you. And we're glad you're here. And uh, then uh, the Eichmann machine is alive and well and strong. (laughs) And the Eichmann machine punched out another male this weekend. (laughs) I think she's up to 47 grandchildren now. Um, Close, close, very close. <laughs> One every four minutes. It's amazing because I'm barely old enough for this. Barely. Well, yeah, congratulations yeah. on being another grandmama. Thank you. you. Carry it well, and uh, I know you had the 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 fun of bringing a new grandchild, male type, into this world. And so, uh, what's our calculations at this time? Dude, we have three girls and three boys. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So my daughter's due in September, and that's a tiebreaker. We just had a tiebreaker in uh, um, when Evelyn was born in, hmm, wow, like like seven weeks. Oh, two months ago. Two months ago. She was early. And so that was the tiebreaker. The girls were winning. And then Bennett came along, so now we're all tied up again. And we'll see what the fall brings. There it is. Yeah, green-eyed. Um, yeah, thank you. Glamma. I tried to get him to call me that, but, you know. Mama Glamour, I don't know, Truth. something. <laughs> um, and I do think there's a piece that we need to talk about. And, and Gabriel, please uh, jump in. We'll do a, a more robust intro for you here in a moment. But uh, sure. brothers and sisters, your hearts are heavy this weekend. I get it. It's not a day anymore. And I know the closer we get to the day, it ends up bringing in more of the memories, more of the thoughts, more of why, why me, why am I still here? And, and my brothers and sisters aren't there. And uh, the reason is because your mission continues. Um, every day is a Memorial day for me. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but I do have a struggle through this weekend, only in the fact that I see my brothers and sisters that are here struggling with their struggles. Um, the number of calls I've gotten this weekend and the number of people that are struggling today is more than I want it to be. And that's why the People's Patriot Project is here, because we want to recalibrate that thought. I'd rather be doing... And so one of the pieces I want to... I know a lot of people are going to be out barbecuing and having fun and enjoying their lives and enjoying their families. And that's 90 percent of our country that didn't put boots on the ground as a veteran or a first responder but this is my message and you can attack me if you don't like my message that's fine that's why we did it so they could do that stuff and so 
don't get bitter at them. They don't know any better. They, they've not experienced it. I bet you there's a group of people down in Texas right now that is experiencing and feeling a lot of strife, grief, and torment in their hearts right now. I've not experienced personally myself other than being in the United States of school shooting. So I can't, I can't own that piece. I can own the terror that's in this country and the terror that, that lives amongst us. And I would like to extinguish that, and, and we'll work on that. That's another message. But if they say have a happy Memorial Day, it's not to hurt your heart. It's not to hurt who you are. It's they don't know. They're uneducated. If you yeah, have it in your heart, malicious intent. Yeah, you know no, I mean? no. Yeah. If, if you have it in your heart, take time to educate. It's not an attack. It's. You know what? What's the? You can take this a step further and say it. They get to enjoy their life because you signed that line, and our others, brothers and sisters, signed that line. So they get to enjoy that life that we created for them. You did it. Thank you. Thank you for being part of that. And remember, it's not an attack. Um, teach them if you have it within you. Um, we know, and again, it's kind of funny because the Facebook posts that pop up during Memorial Day, you get this lesson every year. It's Memorial Day is for this. Veterans Day is for this. This is for the, okay, I get it. I get it. But why can't every day be Memorial Day? Why can't every day be Veterans Day? Celebrate those that serve. Celebrate your service. When you're struggling, reach out. We'll do another buddy check here in a minute uh, later on in the show, but making sure you're reaching out to all of those you served with. We don't do one buddy check. We we make it a six-pack. We got your six at six, call six. And uh, reach out to those strong ones. Re reach out to the ones that you don't think need the help. Uh, they are the ones that uh, carry the majority of the load. And so, oh. That can go into a lot longer conversation, but we'll leave it at that. Gabriel, sorry to be a downer on the first part of the end of the show, no, but uh, it's a it's a it's a piece that I'm compassionate about, and uh, we have so much ugly in our world as it is right now that uh, the more we can extinguish the ugly, the better it is for all of us. So, absolutely, absolutely, and to expand on what you're saying, you know, um, I think it's important for a lot of veterans to remember that. Uh, you don't want to come off as having a sense of entitlement. You know what I mean? Your service was supposed to be selfless. It's selfless service. You know what I mean? You didn't do it for the pats on the backs. You didn't do it for the Veterans Day and the thank you for your service and all that. So if somebody has the wherewithal to say happy Memorial Day to you because they don't know anybody, they think they're doing something good, you know, just maybe check that. And then, uh, you know, just just take it for what it is. Is somebody trying Absolutely. to do something nice? You know what I Unless mean? If they're wearing a Green Bay Packers jersey or something while they're doing it, then you can light them up. That's that's right. you know, right. light them up then. So, but outside of that, no, it's, yeah, you get, got to make light of it. Um, we are so happy you're here, brother. Um, it's you know, it's it's hard to believe, but it's been a year long since uh, we actually made connection, and uh, yeah, and our world changed the day that we met you. Um. And this motley crew oh, of people, um, <laughs> a year what ago, an amazing that? event that was. That was a good event. Chris Turner's a great guy, man. Uh, it's, I, it's the guy. chill bumps I get. And just 
And that's such a small fraction of the amazing superheroes that are in our world of veterans and first responders. Because there was another half as many inside the building when that picture was taken. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was quite Andrew Fair, he reached out. Oh, he's one of ours. Oh, God, love you, Andrew. Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a good guy, too. That's another one. That's, he's pretty wild. <laughs> love the guy. Uh, yeah. But that's when we ran into you. It was uh, the first part of May last year at uh, an event with Tony Turner. He invited us. He was on our show three weeks earlier and said, hey, guys, come on down and meet me. Or watch the show, and he wasn't come out and meet me. Even that's not him. Um, is that Tony Turner? Yeah, brother. I'm sorry if we miss you in that photo. You're one of the ones that did not get in that one, and I apologize. Tony Turner with the beard. Tony Turner. Yes, yeah. Tony Turner with the beard. Tony Turner. Tony Turner. For those who don't know, that dude's voice. Like I love Chris. I love Chris. <laughs> the only song that gave me goosebumps that night was Tony Turner's "Half Drunk." Version of, of uh, Freebird. Oh um, yeah, man, uh, that dude's voice is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Well, the guy didn't get a chance to warm up, and it was just amazing. There's all the pieces. So those who don't know, and uh, Tony Turner was he came up to be a part of something that we were doing. We brought their family up, and we did a little thing, and uh, we brought one of his battle buddies out, Eric Pack, and and. Uh, got to be just have the weekend together and um out of nowhere eric walks over and just walks straight to chris turner and said hey here's a video oh, no, a simple man that's a simple Sorry. man oh, yeah. that's what it was simple man played simple man and he goes can we get him up and tony was so nervous it was funny and he kept creating excuses i'm like dude you sound great stop making the excuses here right. and he had been enjoying the great libations of bold patriot there in nashville for a little minute I'm telling oh, yeah. you, man, gave me goosebumps. It was he amazing. He can say what he wants about it. He can, he, can, he can play it off like it wasn't his best work, but that, that gave me goosebumps that night, so um, blew me away. Tony, are, so Tony's chiming in here on uh, – he's coming up as Facebook user. Are you still with Adam Jones, Mr. Turner? They, uh, they were rubbing it in a little bit this weekend. I think uh, Adam Jones was cooking up some rat, dog, and horse this weekend. And uh, <laughs> uh, they were trying to impress me with that. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm i in the running for char champion, okay, just so you all know. Um, I'm totally joking. No, uh, Adam Jones is my mentor. Uh, the guy does it right. He feeds veterans and first responders across the country with Feed the Heroes Foundation. Uh, Adam Jones was at that event. Actually, last I was gonna say I met well. him there as well. Actually, uh, yep. it, it, it's kind of amazing um, how much our community really does. Uh, you don't really think about it until you find yourself at one of these events and you run into these people. And uh, even just you know my podcast, doing my podcast, and the roads that it's led me down, and the people that I've got to meet because of it, um, it really opened my eyes that um, our community has the ability to lift each other up and elevate each other in such a way that no other community really kind of has that dynamic. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's really heartening to see, um, you know, it's, it's not competitive really when it comes to being successful as veterans, um, in this, you know, whether it's doing podcasting or charity work or, or, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Somebody's going to latch onto you. And they're going to try and elevate you wherever they're at. They're going to try to pull you up to at least their level, if not above themselves. It's been um, and that's something I haven't really seen anywhere else. 
Um, and that, and that event that you're talking about, that was, that was, I mean, I met, I met several people. There are a lot of things that came out of that night. I love it. It is amazing because there is another kind of institution that facilitates in this matter. This is my church. Um, it's different. We're not necessarily following a, a deity when we're doing this. Uh, the deity is allowed to come in when they want. And, and I know some people celebrate that, but this is my, we get our worship music through Tony Turner, through uh, uh, CJ Garden, through Gen 4. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of uh, musicians, Chris Turner. Sure. Um, we get our, our fellowship through that. And, you know, just being able to meet in a group and then pull people in, the people sure. that need us. And, and we need them as well. Um, so, you have your podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Uh, so my podcast, unfortunately, I haven't done, I haven't put an episode out in quite some time. I've had a lot going on on the personal side of things. I just moved from Murfreesboro back to uh, where I'm originally from in Stewart County. So I've got a bunch of stuff going on at once. But um, my podcast uh, is called The Smoke Pit. Um, two words, The Smoke Pit. There's another one with the same name. They have, it's broken into three words, The Smoke Pit. It's not them. We're, we're, the, we're the good one. Um <laughs> <laughs> but my, my idea behind it was um, I wanted to I wanted to kind of recreate the space that we had uh, while we were in the service and in the smoke pits and and other branches call it different things designated smoking area whatever you want to call it but these places uh, you can find wherever you can find grunts generally um, you're going to find a group of guys sitting in a smoke pit and they're going to be solving world hunger or um, you know talking about the most atrocious and terrible things you've ever heard. Uh, all in the same setting. And what's unique about that is that, at least in the infantry, your level of comfort around these individuals is not something that you that you have even with some of your closest family. And so when you're in a smoke pit and you're having these conversations with people that you have that level of, of an intimate connection with, all your social filters are gone, all the, you know, all the customs and courtesies, all that stuff is gone. And so you can have these very real conversations without fear of repercussion um, or breaking social norms. And you get out of the service and you lose that. And it was something that you had and you lost and you didn't even know that you had it to lose. You know what I mean? And so I wanted to kind of recreate that. And so that was kind of the premise behind it is it's, you know, it's long conversation format, sitting down with veterans and there's no, there's no script. There's no anything. It's whatever you want to talk about. We're going to talk about, and and trust me, it tangents, man. We go, we go, we go down some rabbit holes. You know what I mean? Um, but I've had people on there. You know, Travis McVeigh, the founders of Heroes Vodka, Sal Gonzalez, people at Chris Turner, all the way down to just you know just regular guys that were in. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no hang up about who comes on it. It doesn't matter. It could be somebody high profile. It could just be a regular old veteran. Um, and what's interesting is the dynamic is the same regardless and the conversation just carries itself and you start laughing about these things and talking about these things that you haven't talked about in years, um, touching on subjects that you, you just can't talk about with your other friends. You know what I mean? And, um, I had a guy reach out, I think he's from Kansas or something like that. He had stumbled across the podcast and he said, man, I haven't laughed and I can't tell you how long, like months and months since I've genuinely laughed and listening to your podcast made me genuinely laugh um, because it took me back to a place that I remember. Um, and I haven't really had that since I got out. And I was like that right there summarizes exactly why we do it. 
Um, if it can, if it can take one person who's sitting by themselves, you know, in their house in the dark, you know, just down in a hole and it can bring a little bit of light to them. If it can, if it can bring them to a better place, then I'm a hundred percent happy. You know what I mean? And so that kind of unofficially just kind of became the why behind it. We, we started doing it just for fun. Um, and then it just kind of morphed into something else and it is what it is now, which is it's, it's reminiscent of a smoke pit, man. And, and people turns out they, they like thinking about the smoke pit times that they had. And, um, it's a familiar place to them and, uh, it resonates. So we just decided we were going to keep on doing it. Tony Turner wants to, to get on one of your episodes. and have Oh, I'd love to have Tony on. That'd be great. That would be great. Um, I'm hoping to have my former XO on. He, uh, he said he would pray. He would try to come on if he swung through. Um, you might've heard of him, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scheller. Um, he's my former XO. And, uh, so he's wanted to be on. I've got a couple other guys that are lined up to have very interesting stories. Uh, a friend of mine who's uh, an Iraqi immigrant um, came over on a special immigration visa and then joined the army. Um, I've, I've got several. I got several in the shoot that want to come on, and so um, I, I would love to have Tony on. That'd be great. Um, I'm sure there's some there's some good content to be had there. Well, let us know what we can do to help support you, um, and and help you with that. That's uh, something that's, and I, and I'm hearing you got some stuff. I, you're a busy dude, man. I, I went and look and you're teaching, you're a musician as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a musician. I wouldn't give myself that much credit. <laughs> you're pretty damn talented. I'm going to tell you that right now. And just some of the, the instruments you've built and, and I yeah. love watching the interaction of the small children in your life. I, I can make some assumptions yeah. and I, I but uh, teaching them how to be respectful to use weapons and, and all that oh, yeah. piece and just absolutely. total engagement. I absolutely love it. Well, I think it's important. Um, I think that especially with, with children, as a, as a, as a father, you, uh, you have a certain responsibility. Um, and I, I'm a firm believer that to my daughters, my job is to teach them what to look for in a man. You know what I mean? Whether it's by how I treat their mother or how I treat them. That's that's my that is my purpose. And obviously, I'm to be their protector, and then to protect my sons as well. But my job to my sons is to teach them how to be a man, um, and that's my responsibility. And so, and I, it's a responsibility that I take very very seriously. Um, and I, I mostly because I know that they're our future. You know what I mean? And that's my legacy more so. So, my children are going to be what's here when I'm gone. And if I can make the world a better place through them. Um, then, then I'm successful, you know, in that regard, that that's my legacy that I try to leave behind. Um, so I do stay very busy and involved with them. Um, whether it's, you know, at the range or just around the house or, um, you know, school and, and hobbies. Um, I've got that. I've got a home inspection business that I run. Um, I own the gut truck that runs on Fort Campbell. So I've got that going all the time. Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, I've got I've got about a million irons in the fire, and so trying to juggle it all makes it really, really interesting. Totally but it could be worse, that. man. I, I could be I could have none of those things, and I would be a lot worse off for it. So I'm going to ask not, you the hardest question anyone's sure. probably ever asked you: mm -hmm. Would you Would you allow your daughter to date a man like you? A man like me? I would hope that she would find one better than me. Um, but That's a tough question, man. Um, <laughs> I would. I, I guess here's the thing. I can't say I can't let her do anything. 
Um, she's going to do what she's going to do. It's my job to support her in her endeavors. And if that's the path that um, she goes down, then um, she could do worse, I guess. Um, But I've always got room for improvement. The question was brought up to me one time, and Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm that bad of a human being. I really don't. Yeah. well, I, I always tell my kids much my better. standard is for them. I always tell them this is my standard. I'm not going to ask you to be a saint because I wasn't a saint, and therefore it's not fair for me to ask that of you. All I will ask of you is to be decent. Just be decent. If you are a decent human being, you will be leaps and bounds ahead of your peers. So if you can do that, then I'll be all right, and so will you. So that's that's the standard that I hold to. Great message, brother. Great message. Yeah, but you're teaching her well too. So I feel like her. Her avenues to making those choices, you've set yeah, the they, foundation. They I don't raise her to be dependent at all. I, right. I, I do raise her to be independent, but I also raise her with you know pretty pretty traditional values in a lot of ways. But I, I by no means want to hinder her. I want her to be as self sufficient as my sons. And uh, usually, usually that is the way it goes. You know, it's you know I'll tell my my daughter could have my son by the head of the hair and I'd be like, Garrett, leave your sister alone. Stop bothering her. You know, <laughs> She's, uh, she manhandles him right now. So she can hold her own. Um, but I'm trying to set them both up for success. I just, I know I'm wise enough to know that you can't do it the same for each one of them. They're, they're, they're different. And even if it's just two boys, it's different. Each one of them is different. Each one's going to have a different journey. Some things that work with one of them certainly is going to work with the other. Um, you know, my son, I can smack him in the back of the head and he's, oh, crap, I, I won't do that again. But my daughter, all I got to do is slightly raise my voice or change my, my intonation and, man, that bottom lip starts going. You know what I mean? I could, and, I could holler at my son till I turn blue. He doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you will have to deal with that changed tone for the next three months. And that's oh, just man. The way... <laughs> well, I've got them ranging from my youngest one is two and my oldest one is 13, so... I, uh, I reset my freedom clock a couple of years back, and yeah. so I'm 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 back in un- I'm, it's unfamiliar territory. I, it's been over a decade since I've had to change diapers and, and do all that. So. <laughs> You're in a good place, brother. Oh uh, yeah. How's it raising four boys and one girl, Eichmann? Well, oh, no, I, I don't know any different, right? Well, well, I don't I, I don't have I don't have four boys. Um, I only have the one boy actually. Um, the one that you saw in that video. Um, that's, uh, that's actually my ex's son. Um, the one that you're talking about the weapons handling video. Um, but I have, I have one son, he's 13. And then I have two daughters, my middle daughter. She is, uh, she'll be 12 next month. She was born on father's day. And, um, my youngest daughter, she's, she's the two year old. So, um, and to be honest with you, raising my son is way easier. Mm-hmm. It's way easier. Uh, right now it is. Um, it was it was easier raising my daughters, uh, especially my my middle one when she was younger. But now that she's pushing up on twelve, man, there's a whole lot of independence and uh, and opinions and things like that that are just rearing their ugly heads. So I'm uh, I'm smiling and laughing only because I have a one boy, one girl. Eichmann's got four boys, one girl. They're all boys though. Mm. Love Faith together, but she can, she runs that house. Well, I'm not even gonna. Um, and I I know what you're getting. I'm mine's twenty, and I oh, know. Man. So you know what I'm about to walk into. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Congratulations. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Enjoy it. I know you will. I know your character, and I know you'll. Um, 
we we hit our one more 30 thing. minute mark. Sure. One more sure. thing though. I just wanted to throw this in because I do have four boys and one girl. And Faith Faith's amazing and we're really close right now. But she was told at one point in her life, I'm gonna take you in, I'm gonna ask for four more boys because I will take eight boys and no girls over just one of you any day. <laughs> Yeah. On certain days, right? Not any day, but certain sure. days. Like, that was one of those days, and I was like, I just can't. Four more yeah. boys, so much easier in the moment. But oh, she's I can great. See that for sure. Yeah, she's what's, they grow uh, out of it. What's next for Gabriel Brown? Well, right now, um, like I said, I just moved. I, I bought a house on ten acres back here where I'm from in Stewart County, which is just west of Clarksville. Um and uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of work to that and making it what I want it to be. Um, we got a pretty good deal on the place. And so that's occupying the bulk of my time uh, right now is trying to make that place into a home. Um, so we're living in a camper outside of the house that we just bought. Um, well, I say camper. It's a really nice RV that some friends loaned us. Um, but that's kind of what's eating up the bulk of uh, the bulk of my time right now. And that's why admittedly I haven't put out a, a podcast episode in a while because I had to shut my studio down, down there and everything else and, and try and pull everything up here. So between working on the house and of course I want to get the podcast fired back up um, and get some guys on that. And then really, man, uh, I've kind of made it my mission to slow down. Um, I've got, I've had a lot going on. In addition to those other two jobs, I, I do some contracting work as well uh, here stateside still working with uh, still working with guys and training guys. Um, and so I've had a lot on my plate for some time now, and it's kind of a goal of mine to pair some of that back um, and, and try to focus on what's right in front of me. And that way, because I, I could feel myself getting pulled away from what's right in front of me. And, uh, you know, I made the mistake in my 20s. Most of us do. Um, and now I look at that little two year old and I'm like, man, I got to I got to slow down. And because I'm going to blink and she's going to be seven. And then I'm going to blink and then she's going to be 15. You know what I mean? So that's, that's my goal is to just kind of, kind of pair things back a little bit and uh, kind of live in the here and now and appreciate what I got instead of, yeah, I think a lot of times we focus on trying to attain more and more and more and, and, and trying to climb that mountain. But sometimes you have to stop and turn around and look behind you off that mountain and, and check the view out because it's an amazing view where you're at. And so, uh, you know, that, that mountaintop's not going anywhere. So I'll get there eventually. But right now, I think I'm going to turn around and enjoy the view just a little bit for a while. You know, I don't think your decisions are a poor decision, brother. I think that's really important. And uh, uh, you got to take care of those. And I know you will. This isn't even it's oh, yeah. not even advice because I know you've already got it planned out. But, <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's amazing. So keep up the positive. Lean on us if you can lean on us. Uh, lean on yeah, others. Appreciate that. Uh, let us carry the weight for you until you're ready to come back. And uh, oh yeah, I'll be, I'll be back for sure. I've got my TikTok thing going now, which I didn't want to do that damn TikTok, whatever the heck thing. But man, um, <laughs> it's what it's what everybody's doing. And so uh, I find myself messing with that a lot, and I've been pissing a lot of people off on that. I'm surprised I haven't been banned yet. To be honest with you, it's kind of amazing that I haven't been banned. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm still out there. I'm still uh, still where people can find me and. Um, so yeah, that link that, that's, I sent you earlier that, that link tree, it takes you to all that stuff. Um, so I, cause I, I can't just let go of it completely. I know that no. for sure. I've, I've got, I've got to have an outlet, man. Your, your message is important too. And, uh, 
We've got too many brothers and sisters sitting back waiting to hear what that next message is, and they need to hear your, your message. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that I try to drive home the most is that, and I think it's an important one. I would argue that it's the most important one that I usually try to drive home. And it's that your service was not the culmination of your existence. Stop letting it be what defines you. You are much more than that. And you have to understand that your service was a stepping stone to get you to where you are now. And like I said, you, you didn't, you imagine, like, you can't peak at 24, man. Like, you, you did your one and done and you got out and that's it. Like, that, that, that's not the culmination of your existence. That's a stepping stone. Whether you did four years, 24 years, it's not the culmination of who you are. It's it's a part of you. That's for certain. And it'll never not be a part of you. But you cannot let it define you. And it can't be the culmination of your existence. Use that experience, like you said, to reach out to somebody else that might be struggling or you know, use that experience to do more good in the world. You know, it doesn't it cost a candle nothing to spread its flame to another candle. It doesn't cost Absolutely. it a thing. Amen. You know what I mean? So, you know, don't you're not a victim. You're not you're not any of these things. You're 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 a veteran. You have a ton of experience that most people will never have in a fraction of your life. They'll spend an entire lifetime not having that kind of experience. That's valuable. So, you know, take your experience, spread that good to other people and and don't let it be the culmination of your existence. There you know are what people I mean? asking what your uh, TikTok handle is. Oh, uh, tack the talk, uh, T A C I T O K, I think is what it is. I tried to get clever. I shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> um bad things happen. I try to get clever. No, I, I think that's how it's spelled. Um, so there's, uh, there's some funny stuff on there. Uh, there's some serious stuff on there. There's, uh, it's kind of just a, a hodgepodge of things. Um, it's really whatever just comes to mind or if I see a video that I feel like responding to or something like that. And like I said, generally I piss a lot of people off. Um, because it's TikTok, man. So, I mean, it's uh, we are vastly outnumbered on TikTok. So, we are going to be down there the week of the 20th through the 25th of October. We're building a whole down in Nashville. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Tony Turner is up for Mill Vocal of the Year um, with the Josie Awards at uh, the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, wow. And, okay. Um, so we're going to come down and celebrate. We've got about six people that are veteran first responder musicians, and we're just going to make a big, big show for the week for all of us who uh, That's awesome. need to have that, uh, I call it put paws on each other, and some people think, <laughs> think weird about that. I'm like, ah, it ain't nothing until you got my paws on you. So, um, no. So let's for sure connect then. And uh, Andrew says he's got to fly me and Andrea down there for uh, – uh, for some meetings, so we'll, yeah, uh, that'd be fantastic. Man. I'd love to link up with you guys again. It was a great um, time last time. We're with you, brother. Whatever you need a hand with, let us know. We're gonna let you go. Uh, as we that. let you go, we're gonna throw on Tony Turner, Blackwater Shine. Heck uh, yeah, man! That's a heck of a play. Hear that or take off as you go. Thanks for being on, Gabriel. Uh, Absolutely. The rest of you hang around, and uh, we'll we'll continue our our show. This is Tony Turner. Blackwater Shine. Thanks, guys. Way back in the woods.
down a Georgia dirt road Where black water runs and the musket dine grow That's where me and the boys ended up most Friday night Elijah Crosby was a good old man He ran that copper steel with a steady hand Damn, that was the best black water shine Black water shine on Mountain Dew They called it corn liquor or bootleg hooch It was made by the light of a full moon's night It burned a little while going down Fired us up while we painted the town It was all about a good time Black water shine That rusty truck and four-wheel drive To get through the cypress swamp Past the gator eyes Elijah made sure It was no easy ride He sat outside with his old coon dog His rifle held up as we came through the fog We'd risk our lives For that black water shine Black water shine on Mountain Dew Corn liquor or bootleg hooch It was made by the light of a full moon's night It burned a little while going down Fired us up while we painted the town It was all about a good time Black water shine Tell us about our dads doing the same stuff Same spot, same truck back in 1979 Black water shine on Mountain Dew We caught a corn liquor or bootleg hooch It was made by the light of a full moon night It burned a little while going down Fired us up while we painted the town it was all about a good time Black water shine Black water shine That was Tony Turner in Blackwater Shine, and how excited we are. That's his, uh, the vocal that he's uh, nominated for um, down in in Nashville. Really excited for Josie Awards, and uh, I think we might have a little bit of a, a graphic up there. We will be down in Nashville, um, and uh, he's in the outlaw country he does look like I just saw him on TikTok. He's looking like a outlaw there too. <laughs> does he? Um, I can hear. I tried his... to. 
I I tried to go get um, and we'll get his TikTok channel and his. Uh, we had a little problem finding his actual podcast only because, like you said, there are two out there. I didn't want to put the wrong one up here, but I. Jeremy, uh, is that the right uh, TikTok handle for uh, Gabriel Brown? If you can give me a quick yeah or nah or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. So we got about 15 minutes to kind of shore up, share up, and tell everyone what we got going on. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, Missy Turner, and again, because I didn't know this was going to pop up. I, I won't remember. There's something about sticky in it, which could take us in a complete different realm. But uh, uh, Misty Turner has a new business that she's doing some. Um, she's she's making stickers. And I, I, I need a special sticker to go on the back of my truck uh, for a company I'm choosing not to follow any longer. And uh, actually being forced to take it in and uh, have my truck service at said company uh, to follow through on the purchase agreement. And uh, the special Miss T's Sticky Business. That, see that? It's a sticker company, everybody. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a sticker company. Uh, Miss T's Sticky Business. Um, check her out. She's got some good stuff going on. And, uh, and of course, the better half of Tony Turner, for sure. And... Uh, Great family and network, even though they were sitting there trying to hurt my feelings because they're hanging out with Adam Jones all weekend. So that's okay. I can get by that. Right? <laughs> they didn't have any fun. I can tell. I know. Um, so we got some things going on here. Um, so, again, not about me. Um, if I didn't known the way it was going to work, I would have set it up a little bit different. But my face actually gets put on this thing, and it is what it is. If you are available every day, and you can, and you can do it free. <laughs> why are you laughing at me? I'm just because if you're available every day. Every day. Okay, but uh, you have to have 24 hours in between. That's the problem. It has to be yet. exactly 24 hours, uh, and yeah. that is so funny. I... I don't understand why they can't just reset that at midnight, but yours truly is up for char champion of the United States. Now, here's the deal. It's pretty exciting. Uh, we've made the top 15 cut. We made the top 10 cut. We've been in third place the entire time. And, uh, and so this week is the top five cut, which you guys have done an amazing job. I am not asking for any paper votes. And they're going to trick you. And this is the tough part because I don't – I have a hard time asking for people when we actually have a funding campaign going on right now um, for the People's Patriot Project. Um, we are in that place. Uh, we've had to say no the last couple of times. We are asking some big asks right now. Uh, we'll get all the links up here right now. Um, and so the, the first link – just because we're just talking about it, is the Char Championship. Um, if you have time, please go vote for that. Um, we have committed to, if we win this thing, that there is a cash win in it. There is a, uh, a barbecue grill extraordinaire that is branded and will be branded of the People's Patriot Project. 
uh, to help kind of our lighten the load when it comes to our uh, quick response programs to help feed those that are in crisis and in trauma via hurricanes, tornadoes, fires, um, you know, Texas with their cold weather. Um, we want to set up teams that can get in there and get people fed, get them water, get them blankets, get them toothpaste, toothbrushes, um, just a rapid response team. And this is kind of the platform we're trying to do this with right now. And so um, we will get to go to the national championship. We've committed. We'll bring some artists into uh, Kansas City with us. And we'll do a WP3 event right there at the barbecue championship. And uh, hopefully we, we've never had a hard time making friends. Now that this will be the time where everyone comes out of the, the crevices and cracks. Oh my gosh, can't stand that guy. Uh, there's a couple of them out there. I, it happens, but uh, um, we've got, we're excited about this opportunity to be a vehicle and it's not a vehicle vehicle just for WP three. It's a vehicle for all of the boots on the ground organizations in our network, 160 of them. Um, come join us, come be part of it, share our missions and uh, get some things going. You've got some news, Andrea. Okay. Do you want me to fit it in right now? Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll just make it sure. Um, Cause we do have a, yeah. Okay. All right, so it is. You guys, we're coming to the end of. Uh, we're coming to the end of. Um, oh my gosh, the national National Military Appreciation Month and the month of military caregivers. It's the end of May. I think. What do we have? Two days. Two days left. So tomorrow and Monday, um, and so we'll be wrapping up those, and we're we're running into um, Memorial Day weekend, and I mean, actually, we're running three quarters of the way through what my weekend is, but anyway. Um, this is a federal holiday and I, I don't know that I really knew the history of it, but it's always observed on the last Monday of May. It commemorates the men and women who died while in military service. 1971 is also when Memorial Day became an official holiday. Originally, only soldiers who had died in the Civil War were honored. The National Monument of Remembrance Act passed in 2000. It required all Americans to stop what they were doing at 3 p.m. on Memorial Day for a minute of silence to remember and honor those who died in service. The, well, there's a poem too. It's a bivouac of the dead, often recited on Memorial Day. It's inscribed on iron tablets throughout many of the country's national cemeteries, um, written by Theodore O'Hara to honor his fellow soldiers from Kentucky. And that is to honor those who died during the Mexican-American War. Um, oh, named after the camp, bivouac. Um, we have, my goodness, you guys, so many responders, first responders answering the call right now. Um, I did some research again this week to learn some more. And what I, what I focused on is response times because we, at my place of employment, we're at the middle school here in town. Uh, we're under two minutes for response time from the station. Um, so a lot of times response, response times are seen as the most important aspect of all three emergency services, law enforcement, fire suppression, and emergency medical service. It developed this way because emergencies in all three services can escalate rapidly and emergency responders might be able to do something to stop it if they get there in time. The police might stop an assailant from doing harm or doing more harm than has already been done. 
The fire department might be able to rescue victims from a burning building. EMS might be able to resuscitate a person. In issue, they highlight cardiac arrest because that's the big one. Um, this is really just a small number of medical conditions that are guaranteed to result in death. Um, probably the most common reason that response times matter is because the public cries, the public expects cries for help to be answered quickly and with a sense of urgency. We want to think of the ambulance screaming down the street with the lights flashing and the siren wailing. There's never going to be an emergency more important than our emergency. Most of the time, however, the minutes don't count, at least not for ambulances. There isn't a single study that ties positive patient outcomes together with ambulances arriving at the patient's side earlier. That doesn't mean someone shouldn't get there quickly, but it doesn't have to be an ambulance. Um, and then rolling into June, you guys, we have PTSD Awareness Month. So expect to hear a lot of noise from us. Um, and here's some history on that. In 2010, Senator Kent Conrad pushed to get official recognition of PTSD via a day of awareness in tribute to a North Dakota National Guard member who took his life following two tours in Iraq. Staff, Staff Sergeant Joe Beal died in 2007 after suffering from PTSD. Beal committed suicide after his return from duty to his home state. Sergeant Beal's birthday, June 27th, was selected as the official PTSD Awareness Day, which is now observed every year. In 2014, the Senate designated the full month of June for National Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder Awareness Month. And, you know, we have, pushing, we're coming up on five years of um, the People's Patriot Project of me working with Mark. And I think we see a lot of awareness out there. There's a million people out there trying to make us aware of PTSD. And it's, it's military, it's first responders, um, we're teachers. So we hear a lot of this in other situations as well. Um, it's nothing to mess around with. Nothing to mess around with. If you know someone who's suffering, it, you know you know what you can do, right? The awareness is out there. We need to take the steps now to get rid of the need, um, rid of the need for this number of suicides happening daily. So keep your hats on. Look for more from us. Um, gosh, it was so nice having Gabriel on the show tonight. <laughs> Real quick, um, here's the link on Facebook for – I got a little tickle in my throat right now. My goodness, um, you get your shit so together. The link is in the Facebook – or the link for our Facebook uh, campaign is up there now. Um this is where we need you. Um, I hate, I hate asking for money. I hate doing it. Um, we're writing grants. We're writing uh, out meeting people. We're creating corporate sponsorships and it hasn't been enough. And um, we've had to say no. And I've said this recently. We've had to say no the last couple of times. Um, and I have a constant statement that I make regularly about we need to be ready um, so we don't have to get ready. And, uh, this, this might, and this is, I'm going to tell you right now, and this is where we can get in a little bit of trouble, but I'm willing to go down that road and that path. Um, 
listening to the narrative or listening to the message from both sides of uh, the aisle, so to speak, in regards to this recent and last school shooting and seeing how some people have reacted to that has been absolutely and thoroughly disgusting. And the point that I want to make is we need to be ready so we don't have to get ready. And uh, the problem is here, in my opinion, please feel free to uh, put some stuff out. I know this ends up teetering political here, and it's not at all in my world. The, the, the point is this problem started so many years ago when we stopped holding people accountable for their actions and their behaviors. And um, we need to get back to that. But what that means then is that when you get caught doing something wrong, we need to hold you accountable for doing something wrong. And no one likes to do that. No one wants to be held accountable. Um, gosh, it, it is, it's good. It's ugly and it's going to continue to get ugly. And if we are not ready collectively, then we will have to pay the prices for some of these things that are happening. And I don't want to lose other people because of people making poor choices. I don't want to, I want to be able to continually help, 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 and make sure that we're taking care of those people. Uh, and we've got Mr. Jeremy coming in. All right. Good brother. Um, it is a gigantic piece. We got some background noise coming in too, bro. There we go. Um, it is important. It's important that we are boots on the ground. It's important that we are funding organizations that are putting money back into that. Um, I, I can, I don't know what to do other than the fact that we can, right now, Andrea. I have so, a panhandle by cry. Yeah, and cry yeah, yeah. And throw a fit. I mean, we get a lot of other things we can do yet to, to do this. Hey, one big thing though, here's what we want to do is ask you to please share. That's the best way to get this out. I mean, our dollar amount is kind of little right now. Um, though there have been some, some private pushes as well, but, um, honestly, you guys, I don't, I don't want your money. It's a matter of need that that's what it is. It's, it's not I, it's us. We're trying to do some things and, um, we're running short. Our, our little, uh, ketchup bottle is, is, you know how it farts when you squeeze it, oh, there's nothing oh. left, but air. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. I might've been hanging out with the kids all day. Um, so yeah. So please, Please find it in your hearts to honestly, one $5 gift from all your friends, it makes such a huge difference for us. So pass it along. Ask your friends to pass it along. Um, give if you can. If you can't, just share. That's a give as well. So let us know. Let us know how you're well, doing and uh, keep us in mind. If you can write a small testimony for the People's Patriot Project and that we have committed. One of the things we never even brought up last week because we were so busy and I was distracted with being mom. Last week was our 100th episode of <laughs> got your 66 Patriot Playtime. Very exciting. Uh, we're glad we did that. Uh, we're glad we're here. Um, every weekend it, we learn something new. Um, yeah, just help it's us our, continue doing this. 100th documented. 
we've got right. other episodes and we've got some music shows out there that we didn't put a number on them. So now, now we know we're over a hundred episodes. So that is Absolutely. pretty darn cool. Yeah. So let's do this. This is where we do our buddy check time. Make sure you're reaching out to the, uh, those people that you are in, um, a may not even be concerned about just get hold of them say hi say hey we're here for you um this is the time we need to do it i know there's a lot of hurting brothers and sisters especially this weekend i know this conjures up conversations i know this conjures up uh things that are going on i did create a little graphic uh just because um you know, we know what our family is doing. We know the minds of our loved ones during this time of year, the Memorial Day weekend. We need to remember well. We need to honor well. But we do need to become part of the mission. We are here. We are with you. We, the people, the People's Patriot Project. And uh, a part of that graphic that's not on there is... To remember isn't enough. Um, we have to be versed in our history. We have to be based in knowledge. We have to keep our stuff together. Uh, we have to continually to move forward. And if we want to make the dreams and the aspirations of what this country is supposed to be about and and real closely is about our freedoms, the freedoms for everybody, the freedoms to get together on a Monday and have a barbecue uh, that was bought and paid for by those um, who sacrificed, then death. we have to continue to move forward. And we have to remember, move on, but then we also have to commit something, our talent, our treasure, and our time. I don't want to do a competition here, but uh, what do you think? Should we do our new song from Miss Sugar Rose, or should we do Not Alone by our good friend? I know, right? Um, so this is Shannon Book, um, one of my... I can't say faves because that's always something else. But he's coming up this summer, and I can't wait to be in person with him again. Shannon Book with You're Not Alone. Patriot Pride. He sits on his bed with his gun in his hand. He thinks his life is over, he can't understand A bottle of whiskey and some pills in the drawer He doesn't want to hurt himself or hurt anymore Why must it be this way? Just think it all over and listen to the words I say Cause you are not alone 
this together today You're not alone She picks up the clothes that fall loose on the floor She finds a crumpled letter just behind the door Begins to read it with tears in her eyes A horrible feeling takes over inside Says, honey, can I talk to Fuck off.